What's up, guys? Scuffy here. Just before we get to today's episode, I just want to apologize for last week not having one. We just corrupted file, so we couldn't do anything about it. But we have a big episode today, so hope you guys enjoy it. We go over the trailer, we go over New Legends, the two features, everything into one. So get ready, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Here we go. A big week up ahead for this episode of Inside the Show. We got a trailer. We got two features to go over. We got new legends. We got it all, Kooks. Today is going to be one of those episodes that I know that if you're listening, it's a can't miss episode. Kooks, you ready? I'm ready to dig into this and get right straight to it. But we'll start with what happened yesterday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 Pacific. I had no clue. I was in a meeting for work. What I'm talking about, they dropped a trailer yesterday, a gameplay trailer yesterday. And if you didn't watch it, you're going to be seeing on the screen on YouTube. But we got our first big, I guess, the big legend reveal. And that was Roberto Comente. However, Cougs, I'm going to ask you this question. I know this might not. Uh, it, does that. Uh, why did we get the trailer yesterday? Not a week or two ago. Um, I, <laughs> honestly, you like you're, you're that question right there kind of leads into some thoughts I have about the trailer. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast, uh-huh. but it did seem like a very odd time to release this trailer because from what I could see, like the, the, my only thought was, oh, maybe they have to release the trailer now because yeah. there's something they want to show that they, you know, they want to get that out before the feature premiere this mm-hmm. week. Maybe there was something in there about the ball player. Then we watched it. Not really anything in there that stands out to me is related to the ball player. So mm-hmm. I, it, it was just very weird timing, in my opinion. Less than what, or like a little over three weeks until the games come out, yeah, and then three we weeks finally get Friday. it. Yeah, yeah, strange. I'm. Curious if it was put on to like more maybe last minute, not last minute, but say within the past couple of weeks, because we only got one new legend. We've been spoiled um, expecting to see what maybe four or five legends. We've been talking about the trailer, uh, previous trailers and that. And we only got one with Clemente. And let me say, Clemente is a huge ad. I, I love the Clemente ad, especially being MLB Show 21. His number is 21. And there's a lot of people in the community that wanted this card as their top card for years now. And now he's finally in the game. So that's going to be a fun card uh, to play with. I, I will get into a little bit later if that's going to be a collection or not, but that's for here and there. Let's go back to the trailer, though. It was nice to see the new animations, see the new graphics. Uh, we saw Lindor in the Mets unis. We saw Nolan Arenado. What I liked seeing was that Wander Franco home run, the no doubter with the uh, custom stadium. That was really nice. Besides that, it was just playing straight gameplay. Like we said, the only new legend was Comente. But besides that, Cougs, is there any other thoughts on it? Oh, I guess bef- before I do that, we did get those numbers, the ruminal numbers, and everyone was trying to guess what that is. Everyone trying to put their Tim foil, uh, foil hat on, be like, it's for this, it's for that. I do have some, some, I guess, opinions what it could be, and we'll, we'll discuss it afterwards. But I just want to get your all, overall, I guess, rating on the trail because we, we, I remember last year, the year before, we we uh, rated both trailers and. So let, let me hear you. I know I, I'm feeling I already know what's going to happen. 
I think you're going to be a little honest with us, but let me say. Yeah. Um, if I was doing it on a scale of one to 10, I'd probably do like a four, okay. to be honest. Like, I thought it was very weak. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Clemente reveal was huge. As yeah. you said, this is a guy that's been requested by the community for years now. It's awesome to finally get him in the game. He's a great guy in baseball or was in baseball. You know what I mean? He just he he's. He's an important figure to have in this game. So it's huge that he's there. But as far as the rest of the trailer, I honestly got a little bit of a thumbs down for me and not in the terms that it's like a bad trailer by any means, because I think there was a lot of personality and a lot of excitement in it. I think it's more of like comparing it to what we've got in the past. Mm -hmm. It seemed a little underwhelming, you know, one legend versus five or six that we get in years past um you know not really any big teases on new things other than the one through five and the stadium creator which we already know about there just wasn't a lot in that trailer that made me go oh this this gets me even more hyped it was just a lot of i already know all this and then clemente so for me probably like a four out of ten in my opinion probably the weakest revealed trailer we've had in a few years yeah I, I agree with that um it's around that area for me like four five six around that um the two things with the legends um knowing that we only got Comente, it brings two questions for me it's one are we going to get a lot of legends this year i think that's one question to bring in even though we've been kind of predicting they're going to go fully out because with the new generation um new consoles and everything like that and multi-platform of course second are they're going to find different ways to keep the surprise for legends? Are they going to save it until the programs drop and then have that reveal then to make it even bigger effect when they do programs? That's could be another way. I, I am leaning more towards two than one, or at least I'm hoping, but I think we are, I think they want to do something different um, with legend reveals and I can see it more be on the program side where Okay, we're getting second year program. However, you've never seen this legend before in this game, and then bam. It just well, gets that's, that's, that's what they did this year with uh, Larry Walker. Yeah, we didn't know Larry exactly. Walker was coming into the game. Exactly. And then he so, just showed up in the fifth inning. And that was one of the better programs, if I remember. I think that was probably the best, yeah. other than, yeah, I, that might have been the best individual program. Larry Walker, Big Poppy, and Mo, maybe yeah. other than, than Jimmy and. And I think Jimmy and Kenley were in the same pack, but that exactly. was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. So I, I'm down for that. I mean, I'm impatient because, we, I mean, we've been spoiled. Like we said, we've been spoiled knowing pretty much every new legend that's in the game, except for maybe like a handful um, before the game drops. Maybe they want to go a different route and keep that suspense. We don't know. Um, only they know. So we'll find out as it comes. Uh, another thing, let's go back to the Roman numeral numbers. One thing we can confirm before we go into that tinfoil hat type of thing. Um, those are not for a color blindness. A lot of people thought it was going to be for a color blindness type of mode. They would not tease that. They will tell you That's, within yeah. the trailer saying we have this. This is the accessibility that you'll be able to play with. They won't tease that. That's just I, yeah, like I, the common sense. If, if you're trying to <laughs> if you're trying to sell the game, yeah. Like I don't think colorblind features are going to be the thing that makes the difference between somebody buying the game and not buying the game. Like that's obviously important to have, but that's yeah. and they do I don't a think job. that's something you put in a trailer. They already do a great job for colorblindness support. I believe they made uh, there's a visual that you could set and the options to make it easier for for you. 
Um, they had that, I think, the past two years. I remember they they showed that within a dev stream when they did the dev tournament. I believe it was Ramon um, pretty much show you the different options of what you could do. So they do a great support on that in general. Um, so it's it's like it's there, but they're not going to tease it like that. But going back to numbers, I have a few thoughts on that. I'll, I'll let you go first and then I'll, I'll bounce off you. But are you have anything, I, anything at all that you think this could be? Um. I, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say what it's attached to. We don't know if it's mm-hmm. attached to Road to the Show or Diamond yeah. Dynasty or maybe even both if it has something to do with like the ball player or something. You never know. But the one thing I will say is that I think Fuzzy tweeted something about it and like mm-hmm. showed a screenshot of it. And then Ramon kind of replied to him with like oh. either I forget if it was like the eyes emoji or some gift to kind of be like, oh, you know, nothing yet. <laughs> Something like that. So okay. that makes me think it's a little more tailored towards Diamond Dynasty or just like a something, something not road to the show esque. So okay. I don't know. It's hard to say, but it's in my opinion, the most intriguing part of the trailer. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Um, I think it's going to be something new. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything expanded on what it could be like expanded on. It could be like maybe an extra team affinity. I don't think that's going to be the case. New prestige, prestige levels. I don't think that's going to be the case. Evolution could be. That could be a thing. It might be evolution type of thing. But I saw a tweet from um, Henna. He's a consecrator in the community. And he posted a screenshot where it looks like for weekly seasons or division rivals for FIFA. And they had one through five. Same thing, Roman numbers, maybe weekly ranked seasons type of thing um, where you do like placement matches, basically like any other kind of big competitive modes that you see, like maybe in Valorant, Overwatch, or like I said, in um, like, a, like a league play FIFA. type yeah, of thing, like a league play. So who knows? It could be something like that. I, I will love that. Maybe it's weekend. League. <laughs> I, I, I will be weekend. on board. I, I want a weekend league. I think rank is I like ranked, but. It doesn't make me play throughout the year. I know. I know for you, you like to do your build teams. But for me as a player for a piece, maybe it's just because I'm addicted to BR. I'm being biased, but I feel like there's nothing to really play for after you get the last world series reward. Mm-mm. Unless you just want like extra stubs. Or you literally shouldn't do be nothing. top 50. Um, but yeah. I'm realistic with myself. <laughs> I don't think I, I'll try, but I don't think I'm going to get there. I would love to try, but it's just, it's, I'd rather play BR. Um, but then again, like I said, I'm very biased in that opinion. So this could be different from everyone else. And to have a weekend league, that brings everything together for me because the, the one thing I like about BR is that you had to go 12 and 0. You had to go on a streak. You had to go 12 and 1 or 12 and 0. And the adrenaline rush of winning this game is crucial. A weekend league would bring that, but to a nine inning level. I assume it would be nine innings. I don't know how many games it would do. I my my the way I would do it, I, I don't know how we got into the weekend league talk, but we did. Um, is from Thursday into maybe Sunday. Thursday night into Sunday, you have to get into maybe 15 games. That's it's reasonable for four days, maybe a little bit less, but still. And as many games you could win, the better reward. And maybe that's the way they do it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. We shall see. I don't know if we're getting that on Thursday, because like you said, maybe they released the trailer now to have that affected. So they know for Thursday, like this is going to be real on Thursday anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. 
if, if that's the case, if it's some sort of weekend league, competitive mode, or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm two thumbs up. I'm all on board. Give me all oh, of that. Oh, yeah. I know. I, we all will be, especially since they're bringing the different competitive uh, game styles. Uh, we have competitive, casual, simulation. So we'll see if they expand on that on the competitive style. Uh, anyway, we got Clemente, new legend. Now, <laughs> fortunately, we had uh, events where uh, we didn't have a podcast last week because uh, I made a mistake on my side where the recording was corrupted. So we kind of already went over new legends, but we now you guys didn't hear it. So we're going to do it again. So we're going to go over the two new legends that we got. Let's start with last week um, in the feature. We all know once once that <laughs> once the clip of the highlight reel is going, you probably heard Fuzzy throughout the whole world just screaming <laughs> on top of his lungs where we got Grady Sizemore coming back to the show. I think this is the first year since 16 where he had a glitchy prime 93 diamond flashback. I remember that card very well. And uh, now he's going to come back in the movie show 21. So I think that's a win. I do. Um and the other legend that we're going to talk about is a win too. But out of out of five, I call this like a three point five, probably three point five, three three point seven five. I see a comparison being him as like a Ellsbury type. Yeah, that's what I was thinking that's, too. That's 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 where I Which, have him. Ellsbury's glitchy. Yeah, Ellsbury's great. Card. Oh yeah, that card is great. Great swing. It's um probably better fielding with Grady Sizemore. Better arm, I assume. Because you gotta have a better arm than Ellsbury. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I think for me it's probably like a three, probably mm-hmm. right around there. Like he'll be a he'll be a fun card to pick up and use, and you know maybe early game he'll be awesome if if that's where he ends up. But I mean by the end of the year he's not gonna be in anybody's outfield. I don't think he's I don't think he's gonna eclipse Griffey or Mays no, or no. or you know uh, Mantle guys like that. You know. So it's like we'll, a three. We'll probably get him early on. He'll be one of those diamonds that we get early on. I still think he might be a pre-order pack. He could be. I'm not sure if he will be. The next guy I could definitely see being in pre-order pack, but I'm not sure if Grady had enough seasons behind him where he could have his, say, prime card, if we get his prime card again, and then a lower tier diamond. But we'll, we'll mm-hmm. find out as it comes. But let's get to the next guy. And that was... Uh, I was very fun to see the reaction of the clip of the first guy because at first it looked like it was going to be Derek Jeter where they showed the shortstop of the Yankees and they showed a little number two. However, it was just a troll by SDS, a fantastic troll, I would say, of it. And it was Alfonso Soriano being the first reveal, legend reveal that we got in the first feature. And let me say, he's been a top three legend I wanted, top three, top five legend I wanted in this game. And I'm very hyped because any 5-2 type of player, any type of 5-2 player turns into a DD god. Pretty much. I mean, look at Mickey. Mickey, we all knew that he was going to be good regardless, but he is a 5-2 player, and look how good he was. Um, I'm not saying that Afonso Soriano is up to his level, but he has had some 40 so in base. I think he had one 40-40 season. I'm not too sure if I'm right on that. But yeah, close to it. Um, he hits for power. He steals bases, especially that 2001 season that he had with the Yankees would be dope. Um, but regardless, this is could be one of the best, if not the best second baseman coming into 21. Yeah, I think for me it's like a it's like a four. Okay. Very excited to use him. I think he's going to be very good. My only concern is that I don't know if I'm going to love his swing. stance and swing. Yeah. That's that's the only 
thing that's holding me back from saying I'm I'm putting him on that five level of mm-hmm. like I want that card on my team. Just I'm I'm I'll use him, give him a fair yeah. shot. But you know, if he's got that stance that doesn't work with my timing and stuff, mm-hmm. it, it might be another Hornsby year. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, if you like the guys like Stan, like if you like Stan's stance, you're going like Soriano. That's how I'm going. I, I love Stan's stance. I remember you say you didn't like him that much, and I love mm-hmm. looking for the inside pitch there for Stan. And then uh, I expect to do the same with Soriano. But yeah, I'm hyped. I give him a 4.5 for that. It's very hard to give me a five, but I'll give him 4.5. That's like the closest to two. If you're a top five, if it was like top one or top two, that's a five for me. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, those are the first three legends that we got in this game. We'll get another one on the feature come this Thursday and the following features besides that. Um, we did have a prediction. I feel like we had a prediction beforehand. Or we could wait until later podcast to go over that. We'll wait until later podcast. We'll bring that back up. But we have a lot to talk about. Since we didn't have a podcast last week, um, we have two features that has happened since we've been here. So the first feature was about pitching the hitting engine, and just the gameplay styles itself. Um, we'll go over the first one. We're just going to go over our favorite features of each because if we went, if we broke down both features, we'll be here for three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be legit here for three hours. So we're just going to go just pretty much a recap and what we liked about it and what's, what we're looking forward to, what you have more questions about and stuff like that and why we have that. So let's first go over the features. They start out with the gameplay styles. We kind of already went over that on the podcast. We know about the casual simulation competitive modes. Um, we know what to expect when come into 21. It was kind of cool just seeing them go through that. Um, of course, dy- dynamic difficulty. They also went over a little bit uh, as you could start off. But let's get into the gameplay side of things. Let's start out with uh, let's start with the hitting. Um, the hitting was the first thing they went over because they went over check swings. Check swings, I think, if, if you ask me, Cooks, I mean, both of us, we were loving the check swings when using the tech test, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it felt felt solid. Yeah, it did feel solid. If, like, I, I bring this example each time. Like, in 20, when I check swing and I know I went, sometimes it's called a ball no matter what. If I check swing and I know I went in the tech test, it was called pretty much 99.9% of the time. And the biggest thing, about the check swings is it's up to you. It's not attribute base. It's up to you. It's all user base, which more user input, the better. So I'm very happy about it, hearing about that. It was a very good thing that from there afterwards at the hitting engine, they didn't really go too much more in depth with um, afterwards. We'll now see the PCI feedback for both uh, ends. If you're pitching, you see the PCI feedback for when your opponent's hitting and the same thing for, of course, as usual, when you're hitting. So I don't know. Hitting just felt the same kind of besides the check swings. I don't know how you felt about that. Yeah. Um, I, I In the tech test, I didn't notice really much difference with the hitting at all. Um, I did notice a slight difference in the check swings. But honestly, like... I don't feel like the hitting needs to be tweaked as much as the pitching does, which we're about to talk about. So I think I'm hoping that the changes they made on the pitching side might have an effect on some of the questionable results that we see um, on our hitting feedback. So we'll, we'll, we'll discuss more about that here in a second. 
Yeah, because they showed the feedback of the velocity timing and stuff like that. Uh, and it's funny, we, we saw the velocity, but we didn't see like how it was for how good the averages were for like just early good or just yeah. late good. Um, we didn't see that. And usually for 20, I think the meta was more being early good, as we all know. Um, so we didn't really get to see more into that. It's definitely and it's something you always bring up. You got to play the game. You got to get that feel of it. And I think that's more how it is for the only thing I saw that felt different from the tech test is the late side of good. I got more hits than I usually do. Um, that's the only thing I felt different. Everything else kind of felt the same, which I, I'm fine with because the, the hardest thing to do in 20, and that's going to lead into our next segment was pitching. We, I think we all could agree unanimously that pitching was very hard to do this game. You were not pitching to pitch. You were pitching to limit dam, uh, the damage in my yeah. eyes. That's how it was. Um, you're just trying to not give up your, your runs. You know you're going to, and you know you can't help it. Um, whether it's from pitch analogs feedback or just you, you felt like you're doing something good, but you're not. Um, or it's just, you know, you just couldn't locate as you once could, like say in, in previous years. So now they come out with pitching and they, the first thing they indicated was the par perfect accuracy region. And we saw a screen, uh, with Blake Snell's, uh, four pitches, as you're going to see on the screen here on YouTube, we saw the fastball, we saw the changeup, we saw the slider and the curveball. So it, it, when you first look at it, it's very, if you ever seen pulse pitching, it's like the same dynamic circle, that transparent circle around the baseball. And as small it is, is the better accuracy you could get with that pitch. So say if you get a perfect pitch, which perfect pitches are now inside the game for all three user interfaces, even though it kind of doesn't really show for the pitch analog or meter, but they are there. Um, we'll get to pinpoint a little bit later. And they showed the transparent circle. And if say if you get the best input, that's the area where it would go in. Um, so I like that change. It gives a little bit more in depth of what you need to do, um, where you want to place the ball. So, but we had no clue in the tech test. I just saw it was just something different. I thought maybe it was a bug to be honest at first, um, <laughs> because it had that same similar circle as pulse pitching, but now seeing that and them going over it after Kyle went over it, it was, I think it was well-received. Yeah. So. And and now it makes way more sense yes. because, like you said, it was kind of weird in the tech test. You were like, whoa, what is going on with this? But um, and also like getting perfect, perfect releases, it still wouldn't go exactly where you put it. Like it would go somewhere in that perfect accuracy region. And now that makes just tons more sense after watching the feature premiere. And I, oh man, we, there, there's another point we're going to touch on. I'm sure we've got it listed that mm -hmm. um, is uh, is very interesting when you start to look at previous year's games. So just I'll, yeah, I'll let that, you keep that going. That's going to be my next thing. You could take away. I was literally going to mention it right next. And they actually said it in the, I think there was, they had a video as well for the Q&A video with the Ramon and coach. And they even brought that back up. So you, you could take it away. I was about to bring that up. <laughs> talking about the fact that in MLB 21 it's looking like pure analog is the least accurate pitching mechanic you could use at least when compared to meter and pinpoint so who knows how long that's been 
I, I, well, it doesn't make sense to me, Scuffy. How does something with more input give you a less chance to be more precise than something where all you have to do is worry about timing? Like, okay. what are we doing? I don't know. Do you remember the first time you went to pitch analog? Like, why? The, or who told you? Was it, yeah. was it just word of by mouth or were you like, yeah, it was word by mouth. Everyone says this is the accurate. And they never came out before in previous years. Like, hey, guys, why do you keep on using this when this is the best? Until that last feature. So, yeah, I, it, was, that was, it was all the way back in 16. I remember yeah, 16. switching to pure analog and I was yep. like, I, I can't I can't do this. And I just kept with it yep. and eventually just started to work and make more sense. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, did I just was that all like a detriment to my game for the longest time like it's crazy i know because i was on meter i remember i was so used to meter because playing mvp baseball and then going to mvp show same thing and i remember in 16 that was the year i changed too because i remember starting streaming and see everyone using pitch analog like why is everyone using pitch analog and they say that's the most accurate so what i did was just boot up rotor show just played rotor show because that's all i want to do is pitch 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 and then took a little bit and you know what's funny how we try to adjust to pitch analog. Now we're going to have to do the same thing for pinpoint. And now yeah. we got the first feel of pinpoint when playing in the tech test. And let me say, I, 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 there's nothing more that I'm excited about this game than pinpoint pitching. It's the number one thing on me. It, it, nothing's changing. I don't care if we get Barry Bonds. Don't care. This this pinpoint pitching, I, I'm going to let you in a little secret here, Cougs. I've been about maybe an hour a day already <laughs> just playing it with pinpoint pitching on the beta so far still. On the, on the tech test, the tech on the test. custom I'm practice. still doing it. I love it. I think I got it down. I think I got I'm I'm very confident in myself right now. I think I got nice. it down. And it's I, I think it's a game changer. Um, Me personally, because I feel I'm in more control than ever before. But. Let's get back to the feature. They went over pinpoint pitching. They went over the GRD uh, system that they went over. Um, so they show pretty much how it works. They show all different motions of all different pitches. We all know that splitter is, I don't know how people are going to do splitters uh, with that <laughs> motion unless they fix it or do a different uh, rotation. But either way, they show all that and they just showed how it worked. And they pretty much indicated, Kyle Connor indicated, I think Ramon asked him, is this the most competitive interface to use in MLB's show? And he pretty much said yes. And I believe you're going to see everyone switching over once they get the hang of it. It is hard to get used to. I, I will say that. It is getting harder to get used to because we didn't really have the best tutorial in the tech test. Um, if you watch uh, yeah, the they, feature, they, yeah, yeah. Go I was going to say, they, they got to make a better onboarding for that, for sure. Yes. Um, but I, once you get the hang of it, there's no going back. I mean, you really feel the control where you're going to throw it. If you mess up, you know you're going to mess up because it's more user base, and that's what we want. The more user skill, the better. Because um, then I won't feel bad by getting a good timing on pitch analog, and it goes down the middle, and then it gets whacked for 200. I mean, not 200, but 400 feet. Where, say, uh, did you, you got to create a stadium early, Scuffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, maybe that's polo. Um, but for for pinpoint, if I know I mess up and it goes down, I'm not going to be as upset. Be like, that's on me. I just got to do better. Um, and that's also one thing that they showed is the feedback system, the accuracy, the degree that you're off and the timing. And the more feedback, the better. So they have after you did the pinpoint. So let's start from the beginning. So make, make sure you're looking at the catcher right here. Basically, say if I'm throwing a fastball, it's up down. They show you a little preview. 
then you do your up down motion and you try and get as accurate as you can get and then the little circle at the bottom starts to get smaller you want to make sure to pull it back down to go the middle uh to the small circle the blue circle to match it up once to get the best um timing for it and then accuracy depending on where you do it and they give you feedback on all those three inputs pretty much uh and I'm by just doing the tests, like just practicing it, it helps me out so much. I might miss one pitch so bad. But I'm like, all right, this feedback tells me I'm doing this. Next pitch, dot. It's just, yep. it's so good. I can't wait. That's <laughs> how it should be. It, the, yeah. the game should give you the information on how to get better and how to improve on your mistakes. And I think that's a big reason people have been so frustrated with the hitting engine because. That that feedback could tell you you did everything almost perfectly, yep. and it still will give you a questionable exit velo. So, the, just give me the information, make it make sense, and I'm happy. That's that's it. So I am too, yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, um, I know we're kind of doing this uh, quick and in a nutshell since we have two features to go over it, but. Like I said, Pinpoint, I'm going to be very excited for it. It's definitely the number one thing I'm looking forward to. And you know what's good, too? The, the revamp of the practice mode, which is the last thing they went over in this feature. Um, the hitting. Hitting is top-notch. We've been uh, asking for this type of thing in the practice mode for hitting for quite a while. What do I mean by that? Once they showed that, you have basically nine squares. Well, yeah, nine squares within the batter's box. You could pinpoint any type of pitch at any type of level. High pitches, low pitches, in, out, don't matter. You could just practice that one pitch. And we never had that type of dynamic in practice mode before where we could just work on on seeing fastballs and try to hit the outside corner going lefty lefty or something like that i could put chapman up there with a lefty on, on the plate and just try to push that ball to uh left field with line drives by going with the pitch it's just it brings it, it's going to help the user a lot more than it has in the past because before it was kind of more random on how you could do it i remember we had to i used to do it where you had to set it to i think a full count or or three zero pitch in the practice mode in for twenty just to know that I'm getting a strike. Yeah. So or like a like a fastball. Yep. So now now you'll be able to get everything that you need, and that was a huge win. That was really big. That'll be yeah. That'll be great just for you know figuring out like especially when people start figuring out the meta like if, yes. if sinkers or cutters are the meta again, or this year maybe it's curveballs or whatever it is once people start figuring that out you can instantly get better just by spending a little bit of time in that practice mode and just working on recognizing those pitch breaks and hitting those inside sinkers or cutters or whatever it is this just provides an endless possibility for people to get better at the game which is awesome in my opinion like just give people the tools they need Exactly. Um, and a lot of people are going to have tutorials on how to do that. So be sure to look out for that. And it's going to be the best. It really is going to be nice. Good way to warm up too. now knowing what you might struggle with and go from there. So that was pretty much the first feature in a nutshell. We went over hitting. We went over uh, new pitching. We went over the new custom practice. And then of course, we had the Soriano review at the end, which we went over the beginning of the stream uh, podcast. Sorry, I just came off the stream. Give me. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Now we're going to go to the second feature. But that was pretty much all, pretty much outfield and just fielding in general. Um, and Cougs, 
from going through, I didn't realize there was that many routes or indicators <laughs> once they went over the stream. They they begin the stream and they have uh, Chris go on, um, and he pretty much went over all the new indicators for outfield. And there was like one for each particular scenario, which I, to be honest with you, when playing the tech test, I had no clue. Um, I only thought there was a new one there and seeing all this new animations for the outfield plays, it looks so much more realistic and athletic. I think he even used the word athletic on or natural, I should say, on how these plays have been playing out by the highlights they did. If we just put it in summary, like just how it is, whether it is balls off the ball, home run catches, tagging up, um, even the off-sea catch, uh, uh, catches they did or just fielding options were beautiful. Um, I know this is going to be a thing that we need to pl play to get our opinion on, but still what we're seeing from that feature, it really did look like a, like an overhaul, like they indicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, there, it didn't, it didn't look like it, it just looked like it was fluid. It looked like there was urgency. Yes. Um, or just like more, more heads up baseball, I guess, for, for lack of a better term, it just, it, it, it looks great. Everything, mm -hmm. you know, the, the new indicators, the new uh, animations they have, even on simple things like a guy tagging up and, mm -hmm. and the fielder getting behind the ball better in a better motion to put him in a better throwing position. All of those little things I'm hoping will just add up to make this game the best fielding experience we've had. Because honestly, like, I feel like fielding is okay the way it is now. It wasn't good at the start of 20. Let's let's not forget that but i think they did a pretty good job at fixing some of the things and and making it uh definitely playable um but this this feature premiere if all of these things are executed correctly and it plays the way it looks then it makes mlb 20 look obsolete in terms of the fielding like just just simple things like a guy getting rid of the ball quicker oh, on yeah. the outfield track or cutting off the balls on the, the Z axis or whatever it is like all that stuff looks so cool. It looks fluid. It looks smooth. It looks realistic. And once again, as long as it's all executed and it feels good when we're playing it, like it's just, it's, it's night and day compared to what we had. So I'm hoping I'm praying that it just, comes out in the right way. I really hope yes. there's not a lot of bugs or glitches. Just I, it, there's so much potential there to make the game be so great. And the reason why we're bringing that up, like how you're saying, I just hope it's great in the beginning because we saw last year and then they, 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 they saw that too is the players league. Um, we saw the players uh, just struggling with outfield players, dropping balls or just, you know, not doing what they expected to do. And I think that kind of drove this to do that overhaul. And here we are with a new yeah. system. I really like there's a, if I had to go with my like top fives, I think from I see from this uh, from uh, this feature, the extreme catch indicator for the wall plays. I love that because I always feel like you could make a play, but you never did. Um, I also like the straffing. The strapping where I could flex. It's everyone's asking, what is strapping? It's pretty much you moving side by side, up and down, a little bit more flexibility to play the ball off the wall or be able to catch the ball as well. Um, it, it's it's pretty much think you can go 360 much easier around 
Like you have the whole space. It's much easier. It's not direct. Sometimes with video games, it's more direct where if you press up, you're just going to go straight up here. You get more that 360 around area where you could go down and go this degree, that that degree and play the ball either off the wall or off the catch. Another thing I liked was what before the off sea catch radius, because not only for outfield plays, even though they look beautiful, the players off like the wall and stuff like that, the infield plays. He brought a great example. I don't know about you, but I see this a lot where my shortstop would just go in and not even yes. go for the ball. And, yeah. But now they have a play where he'll actually reach out and catch the ball with the Aussie. I think that's going to be big in itself. Just that minor update is going to be big. It's it's it, it's looking very promising. But like you said, yeah. you just got to play. So. Yeah, that, that's that's what it comes down to. Just yeah. got to get our hands on the game, see if everything works the way it's supposed to. And if it does, I, I think we're in for a good year. We, <laughs> we just got to yeah. wait and see. Um, we saw more of the home run uh, indicator as well. Now you could grab home runs above the ball. I mean, over the wall, which is pretty yeah. up. We saw plays. I think it was uh, Tavares from the Rangers on the feature that they showed. And they showed Springer as well doing that. So that was pretty dope. Um, and another big feature, and it's on catchers, is pop time. The pop time for catchers is I didn't expect that. And that was kind of like thrown in there. I was like, oh. Okay, so if you don't know what pop time, that's pretty much when they receive the ball and they're trying to throw a runner out uh, at a certain base. How long does that take? Usually the best catchers in the game, which they show JT Ramuto, takes, I think, average of two seconds or below. Um, the way I believe they said they're going to do this is make this as a quirk. I wasn't just sure how they were going to do that, to be honest with you. That's one thing I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I because no they didn't really explain if it had anything yeah. to do with like a fielding attribute or not. Yeah, so. so we'll find that out. Maybe arm, and then maybe I'm going to assume like a quirk type of thing where they have that, but we'll see. Um, after that, it just—it's I, I, kind of hard to go over like every single thing because it very looks very good and intuitive uh, how these animations looked throughout this feature. Um, another big thing now in online play, you could do manual cutoffs. I've been asking that for quite a while. They kind of quickly put that in there. Um, so it, with that now, since you beforehand, you couldn't do user cutoffs. You pretty much go to either a particular base or your cutoff. Now, if you played franchising before, if you go to second base, throw the second base, you'll have an option to cut it off like maybe a second um, L2 if it's in the same path. And you, that'd be big, especially if people yeah. are not good on base runners, uh, base running. Um, that's going to be big. Yeah, you get that guy going to first to second when he has a guy going home, like trying to take that extra base. That'll be yep. huge for that. Yeah. It's it's it was uh it was a nice feature to watch. I it, I think I went in with uh more just even keel type expectations and it kind of got me more excited than I thought it would. And it, that was just by the presentation itself. How about these features? I kind of like how these are set up. To be honest with you. No, yeah, I I I like these a lot better than the streams because yeah. Yeah, the, the streams are cool. They were casual. They were chilling, just talking about the game, showing mm -hmm. off some things. These, to me, are more of what should be happening when they're promoting the exactly. game like yeah. this and promoting features. Like, it should be more of, like, a production. Maybe, like, during the year mm -hmm. when they're releasing new content, maybe they can be a little bit more casual with it yeah. and stuff. But, like, this seems like what they should be doing before the game comes out. 
Yeah, I really liked how they do this um, because they they show you what what you need to be seen. Um, sometimes we might be in streaming. He might have to they might have to like debug it to be able to go to this particular play and then go from there. Um, I really like that, and uh, they do a great job over there um, by doing yeah. that. Maybe they do this for the future. Who knows? Um, but yeah, overall, uh, if I I, I kind of to be honest with you, both of these features were great great to start off the new features. Um, but these are the features that we need to play on and give it a week or two or even not a week or two, give it a month um, to make our opinions on it. Um, you can't just can't just play it for, say, a day and then like, oh, I don't like this. But you got to really dig it deep, as we always do. And we'll have more opinions on that when the game releases in April. But yeah, now for this Thursday, Kooks, we get player introduction. Or do you, before I get to player induction, do you have anything less, I guess, thoughts about these two features before I go to player introduction? No, like you said, these are the two ones that kind of, you know, you, you, these are the two ones where you need to get your hands on the game to really make a judgment on. It all looks cool, but you got to yeah. play it. The, the upcoming things are probably more things that could, I guess would be like a little bit more more binary, like that looks yeah. cool, or I don't know if I like that sort yeah, of exactly. thing. Yeah, so. exactly. We'll have more opinionated type of uh, thoughts on it. Um, yeah. Or if, it, because in reality, we just got to play this. Um, and mm-hmm. we are almost three weeks away already. It's, it's actually going quicker than I thought. I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah, me, I least. think the fact that we have spring training and stuff helps. Yeah. And I'm just ready for uh, for open season be here. I'm telling you, do a Tony yeah. man so far. He's crushing it. Yo. Speaking of speaking of ball players and two way players, I know. Speaking, of, this is a good way. Segment. To, so let's 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 talk about the feature that's coming on Thursday, and then we'll get back to Tony. And I'm going to give you one thing of why I think he could be the best CD player we'll ever have because of what might be coming on Thursday. And that is because Thursday we are going to a ball player introduction. That's how they title it. Now we saw a video on one of those Tuesday Thursdays uh, videos on February in February uh, regarding that Rota Show. Now your creative player it can be part of Rota Show, and your Rota Show character can be part of DD. However, they didn't go fully into it, which we'll find out on Friday, uh, Thursday. And there's a couple questions that I do have when they say two way. I think we already had this discussion on podcast before. When they say two-way, is it just Rota Show uh, and DD where your cap is just, that's the way saying two, two-way two because you could do it in two different modes? Or are we getting two-way players as well? And what that means, Atani base, uh, Brandon McKay base. Um, it, there's a lot of questions going to this Thursday. And I'm excited because I always thought this should be the way to build the cap. We see this in 2K. We kind of see this in Madden, not that much, but more in 2K side of things where you have your my player, you play in the my career mode, and then that's how you build up your character as well. Um, now we'll probably get the similar way of doing that within Road to Show and DD. So I'm excited, Kooks. Uh Anything you're looking for coming into Thursday besides the two questions I asked, or is that it? Um, if it's legit two way player like Otani, yeah, um, I'm looking to see how they balance it because yes. that's that's going to be a big, big hurdle they got to get over. This like on paper, this sounds like something that could be 
very easily exploitable. So I want to see what they're doing to balance it out, to not make it too overpowered, specifically for the Diamond Dynasty front. I don't care what you do in your road to the show, mm-hmm. but show me that it's not going to ruin Diamond Dynasty online games because of a cheesy player that can do everything. So that's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my thing. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I I think we discussed before. I think there's when you go to road show, they're going to ask you, do you want just a road show character or would this be your cap? Yeah, and maybe. if it's cap and then you get bounced away and then go from there. Um, I'm curious if this is going to be the only way to build up your cap. Are we still going to have the system that we had beforehand? Like what, what if you don't want to play road show and you want to just do it straight on DD? Well, that's still be in there. Yeah, maybe. So we don't know. Or maybe you start a creative player in DD and like, wait a second, I want to play with this guy on Road to Show. Can I do that? We'll see. There's a lot of questions going into it. Um, I expect to... I it, This is going to be a fun one watch. I mean, they've all been fun, but I, it, this is something new. Like, really new. Like, on how they're going to integrate them too. So, we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, so we have that to look for Thursday. And remember, after that, it's going to be next gen, which I'm sure we'll dig more deep into Creative Stadium. And the week after that will be the final... Uh, feature with DD, and that's going to be. I think we'll 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 see a lot of legends on that on that particular feature than we did maybe for the trailer. Maybe they make it up for that. We don't know. Um, but before I leave, I do want to bring up Atani. Um, like we said, if it's if it's indeed two way players are coming into Roadshow and DD, Atani has the ability to be the best player in this game. If it's anything, if he gets outlier, he's throwing up to a hundred right now in spring already. Not only that, he's hitting balls, especially against a former, well, not former, I guess the reigning Cy Young, dead center, 400 foot feet. That It's just, he's unbelievable so far this spring. And you yeah, as an Angels crazy. fan, I'm, I'm sure you're, you're very excited of the possibilities of what he could bring to the table for this season, as long as he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's the biggest thing, the health mm-hmm. and, um, Honestly, like, yeah, what he's what he's doing with the bat is great, but I'm more excited of the fact that his velo is up. He's actually throwing a hundred, hundred one miles per hour. That's that is huge, especially because the Angels have no pitching. That is huge. So if Otani could could just you know keep that going and stay healthy and be in a good you know throwing routine, this man, Mm -hmm. this man could be like if. If you don't have a bet on Otani to win MVP, I think you're crazy because yeah, the know. odds are so good. Yeah, because it's he's like you better make all. five grand if he wins. Like, why uh, would you not do that? I know. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, it, not only his fastball is his, his all speed pitches. The one day he had uh, against Will Myers the other day was just filthy. Um, that's why I say if the two way players are in DD and he was a gold, he's going to be. One of the most expensive golds that we'll ever see in this game, week one. Yep. And yeah. that reminds me, uh, we had some big golds in the past. I believe Gallo was actually a big gold in the past. Um, yeah. I was asking other people from, I think Acuna was big. There's a couple others that were big in gold wise. And that's what happens in the first week when gold players are that big. But still, I, I, I that, oh man, the possibilities. Throw outlier hundred and then have one twenty four power against righties. Just think about that. Big. How good that uh, that's and not only that you could use him in outfield on when you don't need to pitch and then he recovers his stamina that way. Imagine that. 
like how did <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Like, how, if, does he recover his stamina when when you just use him for Alf? Uh, we'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out more on Thursday. But as we always want to lead off when we go to these new features, let's get some legend predictions. I have mine. Um, I'll I'll let you hear yours first. And then uh, we'll see if first, we're right coming first. We want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, you go first. I, on it's this definitely one. a pitcher. It has to be a pitcher, right? We got two two position players already. It has to be a pitcher. I'm going, and I said this last week. Well, not actually last week on the podcast. I don't know if I did, um, but I made a prediction a little bit earlier last week, and I think it's going to be whenever they do their first pitches, it's usually multiple. We had Kerry Wood. We had Mark Pryor the first time. We have Maddox, Smoltz, and Glavin for the second uh, for 20. This year, we'll get Zito, Mudson, and Hudson. Uh, Mulder and then Hudson. Wow, Mudson. Mudson and Hudson. <laughs> Mulder and then Hudson. I was trying to just say it quickly. So I think it's going to be a big three from Oakland. And uh, yeah, that's that's my prediction. Okay. Okay. I like it. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a pitcher as well. I think it's overdue. Um, and it's kind of weird now because I don't know... You know, the fact that they're re- revealing these on feature premieres and not a trailer, as we saw. Yeah. I don't know if a guy like Randy or Pedro is going to be there. Um, I'm well, going to say. Mickey was always there. Huh? Those, Mickey was on those these type of reels before. True. Yeah. Pudge, you're right. You're right. You're Yaza, right. Frank, Bob Gibson. Yeah. I, I don't know why I thought the. I, I guess I'm thinking more like the end of the trailer. So I guess, I'll go. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be like Pedro this week. Okay. I think. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like like Roy Halliday. Oh, that would be good. Especially with pinpoint. I remember using him in 2K12. Yeah. Oh, oh man. I will love that. With his control, with his uh, type of repro- Oh my yeah. I'm down. That'd be awesome. I'm down. All right. We'll find out on Thursday. But that's gonna do it for this week. Once again, I apologize that we didn't have a podcast last week. We kind of did this kind of like in a nutshell. Uh well, next week we'll be breaking down the full feature from the start to the finish and uh, have a little bit more on the plate for you guys. But thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. We'll catch you guys back here to, uh, next week. Make sure to follow my boy Kooks at Kooks 46. I'm at Scuffy McGee TV. Our official Twitter account on inside the show is inside the show PC. Once again, inside the show PC. And we are also on YouTube. If you're not sub to your channel on YouTube, it's youtube.com slash inside the show. We'll catch you guys next time on inside the show. Peace.